0: Hey, I'm Daniel, a political activist and campaigner turned management consultant turned coach. And this is PoliticWise, the podcast where politics meets personal development. Let's face it, it's easy to criticize those in politics. But being in politics is not an easy ride. And yet for many who make the leap, it's worth it. They can make a real difference. So how can we have both? How can we make a difference while at the same time showing up as the best version of ourselves? It's a question that's been with me for the last 20 years. First, when I started out as an activist leading an NGO, then when I did a PhD in politics, and later when I quit my job in consulting to help build up a political movement and run an election campaign. and Today, as I coach young leaders who want to make a difference while staying true to themselves. I know the answers are out there, so join me on this podcast. We'll hear from political leaders, from psychologists, neuroscientists, philosophers about their findings and experiences. And Together, we learn about the ideas, mindsets, and tools of wise people in politics and beyond. Let's go. My guest today is the Dutch politician and co-president of Volt Europa. He's founded the Dutch chapter of Volt in 2018 where only a few years later Volt made it into the Dutch parliament. He ran as top candidate in the Netherlands for the 2019 European elections. My guest is also a trained community organizer and graduate of the Harvard Kennedy School. My guest is Rainier van Lanschot. Rainier, welcome.
1: Uh, thank you, Daniel. I look forward to this conversation. I've listened to many episodes of your podcast before, and I thought they were super insightful.
0: So um thanks for uh for having me. Yeah, thanks to you Rania. We talked a few days ago and I was really looking forward to this because you said hey, personal development is really important to me. It's something I've been thinking about working on. Uh so I think this is great news for anyone who's listening who yeah, is curious about those ideas, the how of it, right? How do you how do you if you're in politics, how do you show up as the best version of yourself? I think this is Ultimately, yeah. the question. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think um, in general that's a good question to ask, and in, in politics in particular, definitely. Yeah. And also, uh, as a first, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is that being in politics, but specifically being a candidate, I was lead candidate for the European Parliamentary elections in twenty nineteen. Specifically, that experience has brought me further out of my comfort zone than any other experience but at the same time it after that experience has increased the size of my comfort zone to a very large extent and it's a a very cool adventure with with lows that can be low but highs that can be high and uh, the highs were higher than the lows so it's an adventure that i recommend to almost anybody who's considering it
0: yeah, fantastic. Let's start, here with the, your first steps. In 2017-18, you were still in a corporate job. And at some point, you decided, I'm quitting, and I'm going into politics. I'm doing vault full-time. And perhaps walk us through that. And perhaps from the perspective of someone listening to us now, who might be in that situation, they're considering quitting their corporate job And going into politics, what can they take away from what what you've learned? And the the different way to look at it, Rainier, would would be is um, what would you perhaps advise the Rainier from five years
1: ago? So um, for me, I really enjoyed working in the corporate world. Uh, I had fun colleagues. I learned a lot. The the circumstances were were perfect in terms of holidays and salary and learning curve and Uh, work-life balance so that was a very positive experience and i also thought that i could have a somewhat relevant societal contribution here and there which which is important an important factor to me too but it wasn't to the extent that i was hoping for and i felt the need to have a bigger contribution to my direct environment and also to the society i'm living in and at the time, I was very worried about the direction the world was heading in with all these massive international problems with climate change as a prime example and a lack of action on that front because these international challenges require international solutions. But we saw a rise in nationalism, right-wing nationalism and populism with Brexit and Trump and I was concerned about that. And I kept thinking to myself, you know what? Somebody should do something about that. Okay. And then I met the founders of Vault, and they basically told me, dude, you are somebody too. You can make a difference. And that's where the ball started rolling and I started contributing quite a bit. And now five years later, looking back to what I've experienced and also as the thought that I could bring to to people that are considering this, your impacts can be gigantic, even as an individual. As in, of course, you you. If I would only do things by myself, it doesn't work. We are a, a movement that consists out of thousands of volunteers who all contribute, and all those small contributions lead up to something that's bigger than the sum of its parts, and that actually brings. A positive change in society, but each individual contribution is also essential to making that happen. So the impact one can have is very big. And sociologists have also um, actually dove into this, where, for example, one might think okay, if I uh, stop eating meat in the weekends because I want to eat less meat because of the Impact it has on our climate, then actually the effect it has is not only on your behavioral change, but it actually goes three social circles away from you. So you might inspire friends, but those friends might talk about your behavioral change with friends and they end up talking about it with friends as well. And then uh, usually that it's three circles big, Mm -hmm. which basically means that by your behavior, you are already in inspiring and impacting people that you will probably never meet. Mm. And through politics, I think those circles can become even bigger and your impact can be massive.
0: I I love this idea because I think, and and this totally resonates with me as well, right? It's going into politics to make that big change in society. Because when you're talking about politics, it's about those big levers, right? You perhaps through policies, you can have a massive impact on society but then what you're saying is you're working towards that, yes, and at the same time, you're impacting people on the way, like those those people yeah. that you have the conversations with that are friends and friends of friends and friends of friends that you might not know, but you have that impact as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. And two thoughts that come to mind when we're talking about this. Firstly is, so justice is an important value for me. Um, And when I see unjust things happening in society, then my primary thought in the past was, let's try to solve the injustice by fighting the symptoms of what you see. For example, this could be um, if um, I've worked a lot with people with physical disabilities, if uh, I see that they lack opportunities to go on holidays, then let's go along and be a volunteer at summer camps where, uh, uh, which allow people with physical disabilities to actually go on holiday. And that is very relevant and anybody working on uh, uh, fighting the symptoms of the injustices, I applaud. At the same time, if you look at the root causes, then the root causes can almost always mainly be addressed through politics. So if um, you want to alleviate the uh, inhumane treatment that refugees experience in Lesbos, you can go there and become a volunteer, and that will have a positive impact, and that is uh, good to do. But if we want a more fundamental change with how we treat refugees in, in European society, then you need to go to politics and actually create systemic changes that have an impact on the root cause of the problems you see in society. And that actually was for me a reason to go into politics because I thought, okay, that way I can impact it from where challenges and problem, problems start instead of at the end. So that was my, the first, first thought that came to mind. And the second thought is that actually the former babysitter of my father, a very old wise woman, um, when we first participated in the uh, elections in the Netherlands and I had quit my job to volunteer full time to vote for a year, I had exhausted all my savings. It was the, the biggest sort of risk I ever Took besides uh, uh, some extreme sports here and there, but but for me it was like the biggest risk in my life that I've ever took. And then we didn't we we had a good result. One hundred thousand people voted for us, but it wasn't enough to enter the parliament. So also somewhat disappointed, of course. And this former babysitter of my father, she said, everything that's big starts out small. <laughs> And that for me was a very uh, insightful comment, and it yeah. actually helped me to continue motivated uh, and try to make Volt bigger and have that bigger impact on society.
0: Yeah, successfully you've been patient, and, and and at least in the Netherlands, a few years later, you made it into the national parliament. So there you go.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah big team effort.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned a team. Let's go there. Because when you yeah. started and when you created the Dutch chapter of Vault, uh, back then, th- it was just like friends, friends and friends of friends, like a f- few people. <laughs> now it's, you know, Vault yeah. is th- thousands of people. Um, you're taking leadership in Vault, uh, just like from your position, but m- perhaps more so by what you do every day. Yeah? You take leadership. And I- I'm curious, uh, w- what's different in regard to that? taking leadership in a very small group, political group, versus um, a group that is now, yeah, thousands and thousands of members across Europe?
1: Uh, I think both uh, require different skill sets. So, where in the beginning, procedures are not that important because you're with 20 people and you all know each other, and you don't need to follow certain steps to make things happen because everybody is aware of everything that's going on, then it requires a very different style of leadership than if you're with 27,000 people and you're trying to mobilize a group of that size into the uh, same direction towards a similar goal. So what I also realized is I've, I've worked in a supermarket uh, as an assistant supermarket manager for a year. And I think the 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 dynamic of managing that supermarket and leading it in a sense was had a lot of similarities with the beginning of Volt when we were a relatively small group. Now it is way more like governing a big uh, uh, multinational political movement. And um, I when we talk about personal development, sort of I've always thought like okay. I'm not sure whether I have the skill set to lead both in that uh, first part, but also in the in the space that we are in now. That's why I also made sure that I get help and that there's people who have way more experience on this on that front that I can talk to once a month for like two hours in depth about what we are doing, how that impacts our organization, how that impacts me. Thinking about the strategy, and and that's really helpful. So, um, I think where in the beginning of Vault I did a very a lot purely intu- intuitive, like okay, let's do this now, let's do that, let's do that. Okay, try mm-hmm. blah, blah blah blah. Now I do stuff uh, more consciously.
0: Mm. You said uh, you have those those talks with people who have more experience. Say a bit more about that and what was helpful about that for you.
1: So I think usually um, people tend to have sparing partners in friends, in relationship partners, in family, in um, uh, colleagues that they confide in. Um, and those are always very helpful for me. I have those too, but as an addition to that, I talk once a month with a psychologist and once a month with somebody who has been consultant, like advisor for board of big organizations and big companies for about 30 years. Mm. Um, so, I think every professional athlete in any sport, they have one thing in common. And that thing is that they all have coaches. So, I'm a big believer that uh, having coaching can help you be the best version of yourself and i first focused very much on content that's when i approached that person who has or who is advising me and who's uh super super experienced so creating a strategy for a fast growing organization he has already done more than 100 times so he knows the pitfalls he knows the 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 right questions to ask me that help me further and after the first couple of conversations I I asked him to help me out when I first became co-president of Volta Europa three years ago and after like three conversations he said you should go see a psychologist (laughs) and I was like what why (laughs) Um, and then he said well if you want to be a great leader you have to know yourself and you're relatively young you've been taking on this massive responsibility of trying to change uh, or European society by being co-president of this movement. And I had the impression that you don't know yourself well enough yet. So I thought, well, okay, let's uh, let's give it a shot. And uh, ever since then, for the last uh, three years, I've, I've been seeing this psychologist once a month. And in the beginning phase of my uh, role as co-president, the weight of this uh, responsibility that i felt was quite heavy on my shoulders like i could sleep badly at night i was you have to make a decision group a up to to take decision C b and group b says no it should not be c it should be d and if you do nothing then um both will be unhappy so you have to take a decision as a team but for me, uh, uh, my general characteristic is trying to make everybody happy. I was uh, a bit of a pleaser, but in this case and in this role, it's not always possible to be like that. Mm-hmm. So making this uh, 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 these choices would then make me feel uncomfortable. And then having a psychologist to uh, uh, talk to who's like, okay, so where does this discomfort come from? And what does it say about yourself? And how can you mitigate that and how how do you cope with it etc that that has been immensely helpful for me
0: yeah thanks thanks Renée. i mean there's there's so much in there this idea of know yourself right like uh, yeah, perhaps yeah. you need as a leader you, know, you need to know yourself a little bit more and i really buy into that there yeah, might be I, perhaps something as too much of that uh, perhaps being too focused on yourself what i love about politics and people who are in politics it's we're concerned about wanting to do something for someone else another group society the future and um not always do we have that same perspective on how can i help myself to be the best version of myself to you know to be able to do that kind kind of work yeah so i I thought that was really interesting that the know yourself part
1: yeah 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 and i think uh, it's it's uh it's ancient wisdom right it's uh i think it was also written at the at the gates of the oracle Mm -hmm. of delphi yeah in uh in ancient greek time
0: yeah yeah and and at the same time so elusive right i think even for psychologists such an elusive concept you know what what is what is what is you (laughs)
1: Um... Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. So it's 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 uh, endlessly interesting and it can also fluctuate in phases of your life where at, the, at some point in like the 23, 24, 25, I was like, yeah, no, I know myself really well, blah, blah, blah. And then a couple of years later, you find out, oh, actually, that's not really the case. And so it can also go in waves and wave change. But I think it's important to know yourself in order to be a good leader at the same time what you just said also resonated with me if you're too internal focused then um, it can also be uh, difficult to take care of, or to to take care of your environment and look at the, the societal impact you want to make some sometimes in politics egos can also get in the way mm-hmm.
0: yeah and, and that's and but that that's the great thing I mean I, I, so far my experience with people who are in politics and if I reflect on myself as well back then was we have this focus on others so much I think adding a little bit of that you know self-reflection can really do magic and then you know then offer yeah, that, definitely that, that's the right
1: balance definitely so there's a way bigger threats of people uh, being or risk uh, of people being burned out because they give so much because they uh, are so passionate that they work nights uh, that that is a way more common thing than uh, that egos get in the way of people at mm-hmm. least in my perception involved i cannot judge for other political parties but that that's my perception so far that the amount of uh, uh, People that that end up being so passionate that that they forget about themselves along the way, and that's in the end not sustainable. Um, that's also why I really try to advocate for taking breaks, and also uh, publicly, like on on our internal uh, platform where 11,000 people can uh, work together, uh, like, hey, I'm I'm off, I'm going on a holiday, and trying to do nothing, etc. Trying to promote that more.
0: I wanted to go back to this um, earlier. I, I had a look at your LinkedIn profile, Rainier, and uh, yeah, yeah, I I saw this uh, phrase: "Positive European politics to solve the challenges of the 21st century." And yeah. what struck me was the positive politics, you know, positive European politics. And I thought, yes, you know, this is so Rainier. Rainier is very positive. He is even infectiously yeah. positive um and the question that popped into my head is it it might not be easy to be positive especially in politics depending on you know what you do but uh, any thoughts on how to keep up the positivity what has helped you or is there nothing that you do it's just you know by nature you are like this any any thoughts on on that
1: first thought that comes to mind is if you're going to do something Uh, um, where you want to and and maybe this could even be broader than just politics or social entrepreneurship but make sure that you have fun while doing it Uh, because if you're having fun while doing it you're gonna enjoy it more you're gonna do it more you're gonna be better at it and it becomes a sort of self-enforcing spiral and i think vault has definitely not always been fun for me i've I've also sometimes felt incapable of making the change that i was hoping for or felt that we as a as a movement weren't progressing in, enough or focusing on the wrong things or yeah there, there there's been many difficulties along the way but um, aiming for having fun while doing it is definitely something i i highly recommend so that's the first thing that, that comes to mind. What, what also helped me is that the amount of people that told us that what we were doing was crazy and that nobody would ever pay attention to it. And uh, we even organized an event where zero zero people showed up and 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 and, and like a, a, from a professor to an experienced campaign manager to a former politician, they all said like, okay, this is never gonna work, you shouldn't even try. Um and because of that, when, when we did it and when we started, I thought, okay, any, you've set the bar so low that anything we can do that's better than that is already positive. And the entire European narrative was so incredibly negative. If we can convince, I don't know, 50,000 people in the whole of Europe, to vote for a positive story about the future of Europe that's for more european integration and that then that by itself is already a huge accomplishment accomplishment so we managed in 2019 to then get across Europe like almost half a million votes so tenfold of what i thought would what i would already consider a success and then since then everything that we That we positively impact in society is already an added bonus so yes we go three steps forward two steps back all the time there have been personal dramas there have also been moments where i felt stressed or where i had to work during an entire holiday because somebody misbehaved and i had to uh, pay attention to that and all, all those things are also there but they are massively outweighed by um, the the positive impact we have, and also by doing something that I truly believe is beneficial for European society and for uh, the four hundred fifty million people living there, and also hopefully that will extend globally. Um, but uh, that gives that gives such a special energy. Yeah so i, I yeah. guess that's that that helps me remain positive but two other things is playing sports and drinking beer with friend, friends friends yeah. if i do, do if i do those two things enough every now and then then it helps me to sort of also detach from the matter and sometimes yeah. if you're if you take a if you take 100 steps back then all of a sudden the crisis you're in can also seem hilarious and, and then sports and having a beer with friends helps me to sometimes take those 100 steps back yeah
0: yeah and i guess with the beer it's more the friends right like the relationships than course, it's not,
1: nec- not necessarily it's not necessarily alcohol no i uh, uh, uh no but um more as a being with friends together but that's usually yeah. like a friday evening and then we end up going out for beer yeah but uh it's of course more just the, the social aspect and being able to to laugh at yourself together yeah. with your
0: friends yeah that helps yeah and I'm also smiling now because it's 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 the basics right that we often neglect you know having friends perhaps outside of politics exercise sleep <laughs> all of those things can help yeah. you stay stay positive <laughs> the basic things that I, I guess you know our mothers told us <laughs> to not neglect so <laughs> yeah.
1: exactly exactly yeah and that's also what I liked about the podcast that I heard with uh, with you, uh, I think it was your second episode with a professor who did a lot of lot of psychological research on politicians, and he said there's a decisive moment for politicians when it becomes uh, way more difficult and stressful and impacts their character, and that's when they have the idea that all they have in life is politics and that they cannot uh, uh, move away from that anymore. Yeah. And um, that that kind of re- resonated with me because I also sometimes see that happening around me. And then I think it's true that that, that is a decisive moment when things can be, become complicated. And what I wish for people in politics is that they don't reach that moment because there's so much in the rest of the world as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that. That's and, and then the question is how, right? And but perhaps all of those things that we mentioned are reminders <laughs> yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, what would you say? Yeah, I think reminders, reminders of it. How how can you remind yourself of those things? Um, I I heard in, in earlier podcasts. I think Valerie mentioned it in, 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 with Valerie Steinberg's very first episode. Have allies? Have people? Have people that you trust? And perhaps those yeah. people and, and who support you and perhaps those people could tell you, Hey, you're not the person that I, I knew. And that doesn't have to be negative all, all the time, right? We develop, but, um, Hey, the, you know, the person that, uh, went into politics was optimistic, had really this vision and now you're different. And I think a reminder like yeah. that could help. Um, yeah, you, you still need to do something with that. And it's not guaranteed that you take it on board, But I'm thinking of reminders now, yeah.
1: I've once written a letter to my future self, a random uh, thing when I was like 18. I was for 90 days in the wilderness in the United States, um, in Wyoming, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, and slept outside for this uh, with this like survival for 90 days in a row it was a wow. beautiful experience to be in nature and then we had the opportunity to write our future selves a letter like five years later I got that letter that I have written to myself five years before and I have to think of it for that reminder that you mentioned maybe you should also have websites where you can get your where you can email your future self maybe maybe we, we should when starting in politics do something like that that we send each other, ourselves a reminder each year when we start yeah. And then uh,
0: the reminder actually comes from ourselves as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, imagine if in ten, ten years, twenty years, and yeah, your your politician somewhere, European Parliament, Dutch Parliament uh, somewhere, <laughs> and then in the back of the room there's someone with a sign, you know, and on the sign is something that you that you wrote, perhaps, or that you asked people to write write on it as a reminder. <laughs> yeah. I think that uh, yeah. that could could be a way, perhaps, Thanks. a bit more difficult to organize. <laughs>
1: yeah that would be funny. I don't I'm not sure though whether in ten or twenty years I would want I would still want to be in politics i I think yeah. I would if I could choose my entire life, I would which to some degree you can, but not entirely but to some degree i I would like to have a uh, very different uh, types of work yeah. and also very different types of contributions to society so that can take many shapes or forms. What about you? Do you, you've been campaign lead, you've been, uh, you're, you've, you've been a consultant, you, you're now uh, making this podcast, you're into coaching. What would you, what would you hope? Do you want to be in politics for a long time?
0: Well, that's such a good question. I've made the decision for myself for now. No, and it's not so much against politics. I've got massive respect. So, and you know, for everyone who's taking that decision, because it's not easy and um, I'm a, like a big fan of people who make that step, right and I want to, I want to support that. and that's where I am at the moment. Um, I would find it a hugely interesting challenge, as you said at the very beginning, uh, it's been such an an accelerator for your growth, ups and downs and but you've grown and expanded your comfort zone. And just because of that, I would find it interesting. but uh, you know, I, I told myself this can't be, this can't be your reason for for doing it. Um, it has to be something else. It has to be something else that you that you want to do for others, for citizens, for society. And I've got broad ideas about that, but nothing tangible where I would say, okay, this is it. This is what I wanna wanna what I want to to do and, and achieve in politics. So yeah, yeah, for now, for now, no. But it's not a hard no. And yeah, as you say, life life develops and uh, we change. And probably this is also going to change.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, this reminds me actually also of what being in politics means. Because uh, what I uh, see as a big misconception is that when people think of, of politics, they they think of the the image of that they know most, which is probably like a national parliamentarian or somebody in the government. But actually, in it, it's way broader than that. So, first of all, when I see politicians now, I see not only one person, but a whole team behind them, because I know now that all the parliamentarians can only succeed if they have a really well functioning team uh, around them. But even broader than that, politics is not just being elected, but it's also the creation of good ideas. Basically, it starts with the creation of good ideas. Then the second thing is convincing people of those ideas. And then the third thing is implementing those ideas when you are elected.
0: Anything else in addition to what we've talked about that you think is really important regarding this um, and from this perspective of, you know, what can I do so that my vision for what I want to achieve in politics, my goals, I can make sure that the best version of myself is there to make it happen?
1: Mm, I think... It's an advice I commonly give, and that's ask questions. And it starts by asking yourself questions. Um, Who am I? What am I good at? What can I contribute? What what do I want to be in life? What What do I want to do? But then also asking questions to the people around you. And I think maybe it's also... Often when people give advice, it's a reflection of telling something that has worked for them, but people are different. So maybe this might not work for you. I'm a generally generally a incredibly curious person. So that's perhaps why this also suits me so much. But asking questions to yourself and to others, that's the advice I'd give.
0: Fantastic. And and I, I as you said that, I remember a time where you asked me a question uh, at, at one of the events about I don't remember what it was was about what do you think is the key factor right now that makes you strong as a as a team, I think some something along those lines or the most important thing right now for you in your campaign. Uh, and I remember you asking that actually. <laughs> um, plus, I did a an episode recently. The title is "What if Politicians Asked More Questions?" So it's ah yeah, absolutely <laughs> nice. on that point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, cool. I'm going to uh, I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. It was also uh, when when Volt first started uh, in the Netherlands. One of the first big newspaper articles that we that we were uh, featured in said, "Volt is a, is a very different party uh, than others that I know." There's two things that are very different. Firstly, they are not against stuff, but they are for stuff. So, uh, instead of saying, we are against this, they're saying, we are for improving this, we are for implementing that. We are for... So, that was the first thing. And the second thing is that, as a journalist, I'm used to asking the questions, but this is the only time that I had politicians asking me questions.
0: <laughs> yeah, this has been a Fantastic conversation. Thanks for taking the time to have this with with me and and for sharing those insights with the listeners.
1: Thanks for having me, Daniel. I loved uh, talking about it. And I hope that uh, my experiences in this episode can help others who are perhaps in politics, uh, just like the other episodes that I've listened to with guests that you've interviewed have also helped me broaden my horizon. So thanks for that.
0: Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening. I hope you liked the episode. Please share it with someone who might find it valuable as well. And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover or a guest I should talk to, let me know. You can find out more on my website. Head over to politicwise.org. Until the next time.